Welcome back to the nationally syndicated Price of Business show. I'm your host, Kevin Price, talking to you about you and your business. It's all our business to be concerned about national security issues, which is why I'm always delighted to be able to spend time with, uh, with uh, retired General Jeffrey Schlozer. He is uh, now, I can say, like a longtime regular on our program. We love having him on. He's a thought leader in many areas. Uh, phenomenal at national security conversations, and also uh, excellent simply talking about uh, leadership, and uh, that's well demonstrated in his book. Uh, General, always glad to have you on the program. Tell us a little bit about your book uh, before we get into our topic today. Uh, Kevin, thanks for having me on the show. So the book's called Marathon War, Leadership and Combat in Afghanistan, based on my, lead, my leading the 101st Airborne Division, 30,000 soldiers in combat, 2008 and 2009 in Afghanistan. It does go all the way up. Uh, I mean, I, the predictions I make actually uh, kind of play out over the last two or three years, uh, you know, as we've seen here in Afghanistan. But more importantly, as you say, it's all about leading in chaos. And so, you know, I, I tell business leaders that, uh, you know, they've been leading in chaos with, the uh, you know, COVID for the last two and a half years. There's a lot you can learn from uh, combat experience as well. So it's out there. JeffSchlosser.com is how you can uh, access uh, more information about the book. It's available at Amazon, SimonSchuster.com. Uh, so thanks, Kevin. Yeah, you bet. Um, interesting things uh, happening. Of course, most of the time when you and I have talked uh, for the last uh, year or so, it seems, or really the last eight months or so, has been the situation in uh, in uh, Ukraine. Uh, but there's another really ominous uh, situation, of course, which is China. And, uh, you know, and you and I both talked about the importance of that. Um, and what I thought was really interesting is that Senator Josh Hawley from Missouri ended up being the lone member of the Senate who voted against NATO expan expansion for Sweden and Finland. I found that really odd. And uh, his argument was is that the biggest threat in the world is, you know, to the United States uh, isn't Russia, it is China. Uh, as if the two were, as if one excluded the other. Uh, you know, I, I'm not saying his statement isn't necessarily true, but it's very clear that the Russians' ambitions are a threat to the entire, you know, really freedom-loving world, wherever that exists. And um, I don't know, I found the whole thing really uh, odd. Yeah, you know, I mean, the United States and, and our allies, our Western allies, but allies including Japan and stuff, are facing really two threats uh, that are global. You know, we've got uh, competitors uh, in China, for example, that have basically told us up front that they want to become the uh, major nation in the world uh, over the next couple decades. And, oh, by the way, you know, they believe that they have access to uh, uh, islands, you know, the Parcel Islands and Senkakus, um, that are claimed by other countries. And, oh, by the way, you know, if they need to take back Taiwan or take Taiwan uh, into China the, by force, they're willing to do that. So that's a huge competition uh, between the United States, our allies, and China. And we can't keep our eye off that for sure. And Senator Hawley's right about that. But the truth is, is also at this other point in time, you know, the only other nation that can wipe us off the globe nuclear, with nuclear arms is Russia. And Russia has also not only invaded uh, Ukraine, but let's remember they invaded other countries as well, or other parts of the Ukraine. They took, they seized the Crimea. Uh, they've invented, uh, invaded Chechnya. They invaded Georgia. 
Uh, and this is all within the last decade and a half. They are actually a real threat to our nation as well. And we've got to be able to provide, you know, what I think is uh, not only uh, U.S. capability, but we want to, you know, we want to augment our allies to the point uh, that we have a grouping of, of allies both against or in competition to China with the United States, and then also on the same thing with the, uh, basically against uh, Russia. And so in my mind, adding Sweden and Finland to the NATO uh, grouping of countries makes perfect sense. And I don't think that uh, uh, you know, it, it in any way impacts what we're trying to build uh, as far as an allied group of nations like Australia and Japan and South Korea and other countries uh, against or at least to compete with China in a more uh, significant way. Yeah, yeah. It, it, to me, it's uh, a fascinating story. Uh, you know, and, and everyone is very familiar with Holly's uh, presidential ambitions, presidential interests. Frankly, it seems like half of the members of the uh, uh, caucus of the Republican caucus in U.S. Senate fancy themselves as presidential candidates yeah. these days. <laughs> and Holly is Holly is certainly among that number. Um, and uh, you know, and so uh, there's a Cynical part of me, especially someone who worked in the U.S. Senate and dealt with senators, um, you know, I, I, there's a cynical part of me that said this, this, this is really a publicity ploy. You know, this is something I can be different from everybody else. But, you know, if that is it, and again, I'm, I'm projecting here, I'm speculating, but if that is it, that's a pretty dangerous game to play. And this was, not, you know, this isn't done uh, flippantly by Sweden and Finland. They had both worked forever to be neutral. They have never wanted to go into either camp. Uh, we know in particular, if you study military history, like I know you have, you know, how complicated life became for Finland during World War II trying to navigate that entire situation. So, uh, you know, both of these countries have gone to lengths to try to avoid, uh, you know, uh, taking sides here. They were literally pushed into the NATO uh, orbit by Russia. There's no question about it. Uh, and so anyway, I, I kind of, I, I kind of uh, provided quite a bit there. I'll let you go through that. <laughs> well, you know, I think uh, there's no doubt in my mind that, uh, you know, Sweden and Finland would have preferred not to have to do this. I mean, I think their neutrality was something that they prized over a lengthy period of time. But they watched what Russia did, uh, first threatening and then actually doing the invasion. And they watched that uh, this is not a limited goals type of an engagement, apparently, into uh, the Ukraine. In other words, uh, Putin's actually got, uh, uh, I think, uh, goals that uh, are going to take years to actually accomplish. But they include taking over most of the Ukraine. They include taking control of the Black Sea. Uh, you know, they include then being able to pressure uh, countries in that area that uh, were potentially former Soviet Union oriented, uh, or they were neutral. And I think Sweden and Finland have made a good sense. Have certainly made uh, you know a, a decision that makes good sense for them individually. For NATO, I think it's also you know it's very important. Now that uh, line that it basically is confronting Russia extends, and this is Russia's doing, by the way. I mean, they would never have done this unless Putin invaded Ukraine. But now it extends, you know, almost a thousand miles to the north or a thousand kilometers. It includes the Baltic. So at the end of the day, it's probably not good for Russia. Uh, and it certainly is better for uh, NATO. Now that said, this is a huge competition area. It's fraught with danger. 
we've got to be very careful, uh, you know, uh, that we don't overreact when Putin does something in those areas, uh, because it could, in fact, lead to a nuclear war. But I'm not a big believer that uh, Putin is irrational to that extent. I think, uh, you know, what you're seeing... He's working on it, though, General. He he is working on that, though. <laughs> You're right. You're right. Uh, you know, and and I, and I guess I have to define irrationality for all of our listeners by the D.C. comp. You know, uh, uh, the, the way things we measure in in, the, in the Washington D.C. You know, uh, uh, yeah, a lot of political motivations out there uh, may not seem rational to many players or many people, especially in uh, in our in most of America. When we look at what's happening in Washington, much less what's happening in, uh, in Putin's idea. You're, and you're right, Kevin. I mean. Putin is pretty much borderline. We've got to be very careful that we don't, uh, and I don't think it's us driving him over the line. It would be him driving himself over the line based upon what he thinks is happening on the ground. So fascinating area, but I don't agree with Senator Hawley that, uh, uh, you know, that our uh, national interest in China should uh, abrogate our responsibilities to NATO and including Sweden and Finland. Yeah, unfortunately, the the world's circumstances has required global leadership, not regional leadership from the United States. Uh, that's you know, I think that uh, for all of us Americans out there, that's what we ought to be demanding of our politicians these days. You know, uh, yeah, you may be from Missouri, you may be from a certain state, you represent the people there, but you also have a global global re- uh, responsibility as well, uh, especially uh, you know for senators uh, overall, as well as you know for congressmen and women that represent. Uh, uh, America as they go through, you know, forward in these certain committees and stuff like that. We need to be a global player. We are a global leader, and uh, the rest of the world needs our leadership, and we need to provide it. Now, my understanding is every NATO member, you cannot have a single member uh, not support this expansion, and uh, it happened. That's my understanding. It's not a majority yes. thing. And in fact, uh, my That's understanding was that Turkey could alone uh, was talking about torpedoing this, uh, and, and apparently has got back in the, uh, you know, there's always enough money out there to change this. <laughs> <laughs> to change thinking, <laughs> and not to be cynical, but I am. I, you know, again, working in D.C. and and watching a lot of this stuff. Uh, do you see? Do you, th- you know, what kind of time frames are we talking about? And do you see anyone torpedoing this process? No, I, I think, uh, as you said, uh, I think Turkey initially, you know, they wanted some quid pro quo. So, you know, they felt like Sweden had been harboring some Kurdish uh, dissidents that. Uh, had uh, been, uh, you know, uh, against the Turkish uh, uh, presidency and the Turkish government. And they so they wanted some ability to be able to impact that. And, uh, and I think that they've actually got that as, as an agreement with Sweden. Uh, I don't see any other country out there uh, trying to, uh, you know, to stop this. I think that you'll see, even though NATO can be a ponderous type of an entity, you know, very, again, unanimous decision-making, um, and uh, all of their uh, individual governments have to approve. So their parliaments, and et cetera, all have to approve, just like our Senate has to approve and has approved. Um, so it will take place over the next year. Um, and I think in the meantime, what you're going to see is uh, already you'll see a great deal of cooperation ex- uh, be expanded between Sweden and Finland. Um, and uh, I think you'll see much more U.S. interest uh, uh, being, you know, impacting or being applied in Sweden and Finland. I mean, you know, whether it's business interest or national security types of concepts, you know, training with the U.S. troops, et cetera, and other European troops, that's going to be expanded. 
and that means more money as well. I don't know what their military budgets were. I would think Finley in, in particular was fairly robust just because of the tough neighborhood they were in. <laughs> but, yeah. but now they have an obligation to support NATO as well. And so that's obviously a win for NATO. And they've already indicated that they, they will ex, uh, meet or exceed the 2% requirement that, uh, you know, one, the, uh, President Trump actually was, you know, taking a lot of the NATO countries to the, the woodshed about. And, and most of them now have actually started to, uh, to meet or exceed that, including Germany, uh, which was for decades, uh, you know, well below the 2% uh, defense uh, spending that uh, we expected from a uh, wealthy country such as, uh, as Germany. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, everyone knows I'm, my uh, disdain for much of uh, what Trump did, but that was certainly responsible and long overdue. Final thoughts, final reflections. Uh, again, uh, General Jeffrey shows her regular here on the program, uh, but love your final thoughts when we wrap up this conversation. Yeah, it's a complicated world. So every time we uh, we think that uh, we can shift our vision over to the Ukraine and concentrate on that, then we have a national interest or a national issue, say, uh, in the Pacific. And so, you know, uh, Speaker Pelosi's visit to Taiwan, which uh, I think was, you know, essentially warranted at this point in time, uh, indicated our interest, a uh, long-term interest in Taiwan, how the Chinese re overreacted with, uh, you know, these huge exercises I think is something that America ought to pay attention to as we go forward, because it's going to require us to continue to uh, uh, rebuild, uh, you know, our modern uh, military, uh, you know, from what we've been doing, counterinsurgency, which I talk about in our book, counterterrorism, counter the Taliban, into a uh, country that can, in fact, deal with both China and Russia at the same time. So uh, more to follow on that, but it's going to be an exciting year, I think. <laughs> yeah, exciting. <laughs> and, uh, you, know, you don't even have to watch horror movies anymore. Just watch the evening news. General, always good talking to you. Thanks so much. Kevin. I'm Kevin Thanks Price. This is, this is the Price of Business.